Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. We are in our Michelob Ultra Studios. It's the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan. Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Eggy Strode, the Plowhawk is on the ones and twos, and Action Jackson is in the Horton Watkins studios. You, friends, are welcome to get involved. We want to take a bunch of phone calls today. We're just going to no. use the phone lines today, 636-9004-TMA. I was hoping Eggy was trying to hold my hand. I looked over, but you were just adjusting your headphones. That's a shame. If you wanted to hold my hand, yeah, feel free. I have hand. soft hands. Doug. You guys ever hold pencils. hands during the show? I like to hold hands with coworkers, but then I heard from HR that they would prefer that I didn't. Yeah. It'd be very weird to see four guys here in the studio and a couple of them are holding hands. What's wrong with that? 636-9004-TMA is how you can uh, participate in press conference Thursday here as this city is buzzing about the baseball team. You can also text into the EDF group. Text inbox 314-881-TMA5. And, of course, email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Uh, Doug, I like to tend to news and notes. Um I spoke with our chief engineer here at Hubbard Radio St. Louis, Marshall. Marshall Rice. Sure. What did he say? And I said, uh, the, the audio issues, um, I was wondering what the status of them. So today, Plowhawk, is this correct? You tell me if I'm wrong. You, when you're watching on YouTube, you're, you look like you're in a different room. Nice room, but a different room with this paneling behind you. Don't you Correct. see the paneling? Yeah. We're in the same studio. All right, but you're just on the other side of the day. So, the, so what they're going to do is they're going to tear down what, what Mark Hanna said to, to Mikhail Gorbachev. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's exactly what they're going to do in here today. And then they are going to take out the wrapping that you see behind me uh, and Doug and Iggy. Yeah. And then they're going to put the paneling that you see, youtube.com slash TMASTL, behind the plowhawk. And then they will wrap the wrapping over the acoustic paneling, which will then alter the audio. So then at that point, when that is complete, he said next week, he is going to come into the studio. Is he? And monitor all of the audio, all of the levels, all of the critiques from the listeners who have been kind enough uh, to email me at tmckernaninsidestl.com, and then he can adjust levers and pulleys I see. live on the air. Okay. Now, with that established, he emailed me and Tommy Mattern, head of programming last night, that he came in here and he boosted the YouTube levels, and they should be today. They should be on the same level as all YouTube shows that you in the listening audience and now the viewing audience of this program are accustomed to. So, for press conference Thursday, you can call in and tell us if that's the... Right now, the Grant Streaker is in there, and all he says is morning. But uh, check out the YouTube and let me know if that is the case, because Marshall adjusted that part. But then other levels, other audio issues, he's going to just... Levers and pulleys, Doug. Yeah. Levers and pulleys live on the air next week. There are a lot of pulleys involved. Oh, Hans... Is it Hans Dingeldorf or Hans? Hans Wyman. Nope. He says, I noticed right away that the YouTube volume was much better. Then AB says, sounds good. Much better on YouTube. Hey. Grant Streaker says, audio sounds terrific. Hey, we got it fixed. We won. Look at that. Yeah. 
That's no nice complaint little, today. Nice little deviant for our side. <laughs> Wonderful to hear. Yeah. So are they going to put these acoustic panels all around the studio or just right. in these strategic places? I don't know on that part. I think usually studios have some kind of angles to them. They're rarely square or rectangle. Yeah. So the sound bounces. Jackson, didn't you tell me that? You were talking with Marshall about that? or Yeah, so rarely will a studio have four parallel walls. Think about that. Really? Um, yeah. Cause if, I, you know, all the other studios in Studio Row, they have kind of angles or little pockets in the door so that sound doesn't bounce all around. Huh. But they're attending to the issue right now. How long is that going to take them? I mean, it took like a week to put that masking up. Well, I don't know the timeline. Oh, because you got a sound story today in here, don't you? Yeah, but there's seven other yeah. studios up and down the Oh, that's right. So. Yeah. Well, that's good that they got that, uh, got that improved. Guys, you could have solved all these problems uh, if you would have taken an additional 16 months before rushing into this new mm. studio. That's from a Newt Bowl eligible, and he's not happy about it. Well, it seemed like the last studio was pet parallel walls. Jackson, did those have parallel walls? No, there was like that little corner where there was like oh the cut corner, like that cut corner has like a has like a little indentation. An indentation. I don't know how. You talking about the left side of my head? It, it, <laughs> I would say it's it's like very similar to the side of Tim's head, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Oh. I think I think it was designed that way as a tribute. I didn't see that. No, I think it was a tribute. Guys, what are the odds that Hubbard trades you back to five ninety after seeing how needy you and your fan base is? We want relatively average audio levels. Wah! We want a podcast studio that doesn't look like a moldy shoebox in the basement mm. of a parking garage. Wah! Oh. We want paneling instead of plywood background. Wah! Ah. We want a golf video uploaded after 18 months of having the footage. Wah! We want a 401 producer to host radio. Wah! That's from the Dragon Slayer. Well, he makes some good points. What's that 4 to 1? Well, who are you going to trade us for? <laughs> I think it would just be DFA'd. Yeah, it's more of a Taylor <laughs> yeah. Motter thing. Right. But then you pop back up on the roster four days later. Replacing the big hope you have of the future. <laughs> uh, Doug, the people were not happy yesterday afternoon with the Jordan Walker. Wouldn't think so. Uh, relegation huh? to Memphis, uh, where he had never played before because he just flat out skipped it. But then the uh, Cardinals won last night. and uh, No, they lost last night. Okay, I got, lost a, bad again. Bo- I got a bad box score then. 7-3. <laughs> At least Burleson got in there again. <laughs> Started again. He's hitting crisp 232, and no, I, one, no one says a thing about it. I, well, I, I do, actually. And for whatever reason, I was catching hell about it on 101, but then again, that's kind of the, you know, modus operandi there. That means you're right. Yeah, I, I, I you know. So last night, uh, there's a ball hit to right center. It's the center fielder's ball. He is El Capitan out there. And here comes this guy who I still think uh, he, he, he was really good, like on a company softball team at Forest Park. And the Cardinals saw him and thought they could, could just put him mm-hmm. in, in the outfield every game. And he's nearly going to collide with Lars Newtbar. Newtbar sees this gentleman coming, and then the ball drops, and away we go with yeah. more fun and games with Cardinal defense. And how do you do? Uh, we actually have the audio of it. Uh, take, yeah. Take oh, a, I'd like to hear it. Yeah. Let's take a listen. Out into right center field. Newtbar moving over. He dropped it. And headed over to third <laughs> is Hanniger. Center fielder has priority, but you got to have the communication there. Got to be able to peel off. <laughs> Burleson's yeah. terrible. Oh, so I, I have to tell you, and I might be on an island on this one. I actually understand the Jordan Walker move. Now, when a team is failing as bad as this team is at this point, and they are failing. I mean, is it nine and sixteen through twenty-five? Is that the mm-hmm. math now? Yeah, that's not a that's not really a small sample size. I still, if you go, okay, you got to bet one way or the other. Will they finish five hundred? I would say yes, but now I'm just starting to think if I'm just saying it, and I don't know if I really mean it. But if I had to bet it, I would bet that. With that said, the thought process is okay. He's, I get what they're saying. The guy that he was in the first half of spring training is not the guy he's been in the second half of spring training, and he was getting hits in those first three weeks of games, but they were a lot of base hits. It's more kind of a Tony Gwynn approach, did have yeah. two, two home runs. So I get that. And then he also was, per Jeff Pass in an article I think I read on here yesterday or on 101 ESPN, uh, he was ranked the worst defender in Major League Baseball. Oh, well, that hurts. So so you have those two things going. Now I realize when the team's struggling, 
and then you get on social media and you just crap on everything and you get likes. And I understand that. But as far as actually running the, the organization, I get it because also running parallel to Walker's issues, you have the fact that you don't really have an outfield. So then I would go, okay, well, Walker's going to go down. We're going to try to get him hitting the ball in the air again. So now we will go with Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, and Lars Newtbar. And see, and then give some confidence because one time Tyler O'Neill actually was put in place where he knew he was going to play. He had MVP votes in 2021 when he wasn't behind Dexter Fowler and they were playing the contract. Um, and he wasn't injured. He actually had a hell of a year. Now, it's still an outlier statistically over the course of his career. Lars Newtbar, small sample size. Dylan Carlson still, for the most part, uh, would be considered a disappointment relative to the expectations. But then Alec Burleson's in right field in a place that's difficult to defend, and he's not a great defender himself, and he causes, I don't know if they ruled it an error on Newt Bar, I assume they did, but I'm, I'm certain if Alec Borrelson's not charging at Lars Newt Bar, Lars Newt Bar catches that ball. So I don't understand when you go, okay, we're going to send Walker down, that Alec Burleson's still the guy for the life of me. And again, I hammer on Alec Burleson daily, and that's not fair because it's not his fault. I just don't understand why he is ahead of why he is now the third outfielder, I guess. So I like the idea of having a core outfield. I like it quite a bit if Walker isn't defending well and if he's not hitting the way they expect him to. I get it. I know it's unpopular, but I was surprised to see Burleson, especially in San Francisco, in a weird ballpark with playing balls off that wall. It's kind of the the, the equivalent of the green monster, but in right field, the National League. And then you see him impact defensively. Uh, what's going on in addition to the fact that he, it's not like he's really hitting at the moment. He's in there for his bat. I think maybe I'd put Donovan in left. Yeah, you O'Neal, could go that route too. O'Neal in center, Newt Bar in right, and just leave him there for a while. And I think Edmund and Gorman can play second. You got to get DeYoung in the lineup. I think John Mozeliak oh, agrees with you. If you can read, uh, did you read John Denton, Denton's tweet this morning? We have a Mozeliak sound, but what did he say? Just about we need consistency. We need to have a, I guess you're talking about a lineup. Things like that. Yeah. Oh, it's completely different every night. Yeah. Yeah. Marmol is in over his head. You can tell the team like has no direction and real no leadership in terms of the uh, in the dugout. It's it's weird. But if but if you're going to take that line, then how do you explain last year? I mean, he did manage the team to a division championship, and that was a good team. What happens now in baseball because so many teams get to the playoffs and then you have a best of three series, which is just whatever. I understand makes you money, but. You know, play 162 games, and then you can lose two in a row, and your season's over. But whatever, it is. It is what we have right now. They did have a good year last year, and I realize Albert Pools and Yadier Molina were in that dugout. And Adam Wainwright hasn't been a part of it yet so far this season. But Ali Marmol was the manager. Now I'm not sitting here saying he is, you know, the second coming of whoever you would list as a great manager. Earl Weaver, Banty Rooster, mm-hmm. show logo. But he was the manager. With that said, I both both of us, Doug, were out, outspoken, not necessarily chastising him for the Tyler O'Neill thing, but just confused by it. It's just not really the way that people in, in those positions lead, whether it be sports or business, to call out somebody's effort in public. In addition to um, the fact that they, I think one of the reasons truly outside of Walker hitting a bunch of ground balls is I bet there are some guys who feel like they earn playing time who weren't getting playing time that were irritated by it. Now, they're not going to say anything publicly because, in parentheses, they're professionals. You'd like to have that, you know, in your managerial spot. But, uh, okay, fine. But then I just don't understand what it is. I, I, okay, okay, I see what you say with O'Neill. He wants playing time. Carlson, you know, switch hitting outfielder, still young, get him in there. And then Lars Newtbar, who was the one guy who was getting consistent playing time after he came off the IL, but then Burleson's in there. I just don't understand that. Yeah, and, and why send Walker down and not Burleson? Walker's hitting 40 points higher than Burleson. And why bring up why not bring up Yepes instead of Motter? I, I don't I don't get you know, that either. I looked at Motter this morning because <laughs> he had a good spring. That's why he made the opening day roster. But I, I looked at his Wikipedia page and all of his stats. What's on there? He now has the highest average, 222, the highest he's ever had in the major leagues. 222, is it? Yeah, that's. I mean, he was he was brought up one time from the from the minors. He had a buck 15. The <laughs> next next team he went Not to bad. the following year, he was brought up from the minors. He had 88. Matter of opinion. I mean, he's awful. <laughs> Why did they they DF'd him or designate him for assignment, and yeah, then they right. signed him three days later? Yeah. 
I know it was probably for clearing waivers and things like that, but still, he's not good. And I know you probably have a surplus of outfielders. You send on an outfielder, you bring up an infielder, but I, I don't get it. I, I was just confused by why Walker's the one that's singled out. I mean, Carlson hasn't hit in a year and a half now. Burleson's not hitting much. And we're concerned about Walker hitting ground balls? I mean, this is the big hope that you have of the future. I, I, I'd put him out there and leave him there and play every night and figure it out. I mean, what certainly has a higher upside than Carlson and uh, Burleson, and yet it doesn't seem to matter if they struggle. They're still in there almost every night. Yeah, I get the fact they don't want him to hit singles. They want him to get the ball in the air and hit home runs and doubles. Yeah, but play him every day. I mean, you suck. What does it matter? Let him learn up here. Yeah. To me, Jordan Walker looks like Goldschmidt's replacement at first base in about three or four years. Big giant target, not a very good outfielder, but he has some infield experience. So yeah, he's a third baseman. Probably a, a future first baseman. Oh, man. But, you know, he hasn't always been an outfielder, so he's just kind of learning that position. And he, he wasn't very good in right field, but you know, he'll, he'll get there. Matt's wasn't terrible. No, in no. I mean, yeah. in comparison to what his previous appearances have been. They got four innings out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted to try to know, put a lipstick a on a pig a little bit, but yeah. he did only give up two and four. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's a it's win. That's horrible, yeah. That's, that's how it's changed nowadays when a starter goes four innings and we say, oh, that's not bad. I'm just curious. I mean, we keep saying it's early in the season. I'm just curious how long they wait before they do something. You can't just keep playing like this and Yeah. You gotta mix it up somehow. Yeah. At some point I just say screw our, just screw it. Libertor win, get up here. Let's just completely mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Paul Dion looks okay too. I mean I <laughs> and it's he usually does these couple week things where he's mm. like, Oh, this is impressive and then yeah. boom. But he looks good. You don't think Marmol's in trouble at this point, do you? They won't fight. No, they don't. They don't do. They wouldn't do that second year, right? I mean, I, not I, this I organization. Think, no. no, especially not one month in. No. They wait to your third year when you win seventeen in a row, then they get rid of you. Yeah. Nice Iggy, because she'll she'll be the manager still. But I mean, I I suppose if we're in May or June and they're fifteen games out of first place and everybody's upset, then they might do something. End of May. But you're not yeah. even through the first month yet. Uh, with regards to uh, the festivities last night, here is what Ali Marmol had to say. Sound by two, Plowhawk. Go ahead and hit the lever, Plowsy. Yeah, we're talking about. Oh, you talk about. Uh, who edited that? Marmol defense. Uh, that was well, too sound short. Sound by two is what I. Well, that, is, that, is that the wrong one? Well, when, no. I, when I open Does it, it, it sound by two? They don't go in order so. when I open it. So when you say okay. sound by two, it doesn't yeah, We're talking about a superstar type of player here. And. Uh, we want to make sure that some of the adjustments that he's having to make, if you look at his minor league numbers and you look at what he did in double-A, um, he was on the ground quite a bit. His walk rate wasn't what it needed to be. He could have been higher. But at the end of the day, we wanted to make sure that he starts lifting the baseball in order to utilize the power that he does have. And the adjustments mechanically that he's having to make at this level, um, it's a difficult ask, especially at his age. So we wanted to make sure that uh, that took place down below. And we, trust me when we say we look forward to seeing him again soon. I think a lot of like this um, is about Jordan Walker being like yes. when they were going to play, if they were going to play, Memphis. why they were going to play, and now this will give them a little bit more certainty moving forward as well. Jordan okay. Walker sent to Memphis, sound bad. Right, got a clear room from Burleson and Carlson. Guys, my dad is a vice president at the Tums Building, and he told me Alec used to work with him as a Tums bottle filler. And I during don't know. lunch, Alec and a group of guys used to play stickball in the street as if it were 1922. And Mo saw him playing one day and offered him a contract. I don't think and so. Some herbs hog. Is that? He was that a first round, first round draft pick, wasn't he? I would have thought that we would have heard a story about that. Is the Tums Building workable? Is it? They, they yeah. still make Tums? Oh yeah. Okay, I thought I would just. A showpiece. Sure, no, it's there. Well, he did sign a guy in the offseason, a lefty who hadn't pitched in a year, so maybe that's who he's talking about. <laughs> oh, God. They're so good. There is no continuity. They need a starting eight. Let the players find a groove. Let the lineup find a rhythm. You can't do that playing musical chairs each night. It's from Larry Thornton. And that's 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 where I am. I agree with that. That's why I get the, the Walker thing. Um with that said, I, I'm like, okay, I, I, then I shall see Lars Newtbar, Tyler O'Neill, and Dylan Carlson tonight. 
No, I won't. I will see Alec Burleson in a difficult part of a ballpark, in a difficult ballpark, charging towards the center fielder. And a ball that really wasn't even really that much right center, by the way. It was certainly more center than right center. And he scared Lars. Yeah, oh, he's a, he's a Burley Burleson. And, uh, yeah, Lars. Yeah. So, anyway, if you have the bite now about the the, the defense from Ali Marmol. Uh, well, that's what it – No, that one was about sending Walker to AAA. Yeah. Just hit another lever. <laughs> Dude, that's great. Like, it was highlighted, the defense one. Like, Doug, legit. there are goblins in the system. You got to double click. Otherwise, it'll just stay on that old audio. Oh, dude. Yeah, okay. Here's here the defense. That on the description that you just gave it around characteristic. How does it apply to your defense at this point? Yeah, that's mostly what I'm describing. Um, yeah, I mean, you get a drop ball there. It's unfortunate. The guy's actually been pretty good in the outfield for us for, for quite some time now. So, uh it's going to happen, um, but it's just a different guy every night, and it's been unfortunate in the timing of it, um, of one of these non-plays that took taking place. Every night it's bad timing and bad luck. Yeah, oh, got it. It's going to help him down the, down the road. All these losses will help them when they finish two games out of the playoffs. And Newtbar was supposed to be our superstar. What's happening to him? He's at well, he got, 222. you got to let him get into a rhythm, I think. Right? I mean... Just came back from injury, correct? He's only had like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens when you don't get to play the hot ass NL Central for half the season anymore. Our roster sucks. Mozelek ships off our good players for posting to Instagram or asking for weight <laughs> machines. Marmol's a fake tough guy out over his skis, and Gersh is a permanent resident of Davenport. Fire them all, the wallet that comes from the parking lot, even though the skies are threatening. Little Tommy Tribbins on a uh, he's on a trike, Doug, is where he is. Marmol is kind of a, a, a tough guy. He does kind of look like he's a tough guy. And I wonder how well that plays with veteran players to have a, a tough guy personality manager who did not play. I think there's a certain dynamic in there that may not work very well with some of the other players. Schilt was kind of a – he didn't play either, but he was kind of almost kind of a happy-go-lucky, shucks, this is cool, I love, the, I love these guys, I'm with these guys all the way. Marmol doesn't really give you that vibe. No. He gives you the vibe that he, you know, he spent 15 years in the league and knows what it takes. And, and I, I think it's, it's very possible to be a great manager and not have been a player. It's absolutely possible. But I don't think if, if you didn't play, if you didn't experience that, just you know, baseball more than other sports, it's usually a, a former player that's the, that's the manager. There's something to be said for that. In this case, it isn't. And if you had that tough guy persona when you never had to face a 100-mile-an-hour fastball or make these plays, it's, you know, you may not have the respect from some of the veterans. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You are welcome to give your thoughts. Many are. EDF, text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. You are welcome to call in 636-9004-TMA and email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design Air, heating and cooling email of the day. Design Air is online at DesignAirService.com. The great Seth Goldcamp and his staff will take wonderful care of you at Design Air Heating and Cooling. They have taken care of me and Doug for years, and they will do the same for you. The temperatures are mild right now next week. Start to see some temperatures in the 80s. This is the time to tune up your air conditioning. Do it with Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, Design Air Heating and Cooling, online at designairservice.com. Doug, tell the people about our title sponsor. His name is Ryan Kelly. Well, he wants to help you with your mortgage, Tim. The average credit card interest rate right now is over 24%. And if you got a mortgage, if you got a, if you're a homeowner, you got equity right there, you can get rid of that. The highest, it's been in over 30 years right now, that mortgage interest, that uh, credit card interest rate, rather. With inflation, people are carrying more debt than ever. Put your equity to work with you for a simple cash-out refinance. The average home loan expert client receives over $54,000 cash-out on their refinance. You can take that money out and pay off those high-interest 
credit cards. Or if you're thinking of buying a home this year, the process not as complicated as you think. With the Home Loan Expert, they make the pre-approval process so very easy. So get yourself pre-approved today, the day you call in, and they'll also provide you a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. Their customer-first approach to mortgages is what separates them from the competition. They will walk you through all your options and provide expert guidance at every step ensuring that your loan closes as quickly and smoothly as possible. And besides that, who would you rather be doing business with than Ryan Kelly? He's our friend. He's our title sponsor. Friend of the feather. Great guy. I refinanced my mortgage with him twice. This, the uh, whole thing the, the whole is, is very simple, very easy. You don't get bogged down in a bunch of paperwork. They will take care of it for you, and they will get you in better financial shape. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you so much. Sir, mortgage. Want to look good playing uh, the game of golf this summer? Go to Holderness and Bourne, and you're going to get 15% off at hpgolf.com when you use the promo code TMA15. That's TMA15 to get 15% off your purchases at hbgolf.com. Holderness and Bourne is absolutely nailed the fit because their approach is tailored but not tight, even for those who are a bigger size. The fit loosens as you... Get towards large, extra large, and on up while maintaining the sharp look you can pick out from across the driving range. H&B polos have a more polished look than other golf polos because the sleeves will not hang past your elbows, and there's not a bunch of fabric crowded around the shoulder, so you can swing free and easy all summer long. Enjoy 15% off at hbgolf.com with the code TMA15 and check out their new spring styles and colors. Again, go to hbgolf.com and apply the code TMA15 for 15% off your next order and feel the difference in their premium golf apparel. Holderness and Born, classic style with modern fit and performance. Use the promo code TMA15 to get 15% off your order at Holderness and Born. Cardinals suck. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. I want to hear something about hedonism in golf. Thanks. That's oh. from Jonathan Mardukas. Come on, Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hedonism. Well, you haven't been to hedonism in a while now. Right? <clears throat> no. I, say, I get their newsletter now. You do? Yeah, yeah. Is that a pamphlet? Like yeah. Thomas Paine. Was that common sense? Oh, so. yeah. I don't know. Nothing but every month, swingers, more swinger outings. How's the BMI? Yeah, it's... Maybe that's why I did so well, because I was, I was in shape. I was fit. Mm-hmm. Nice lady and her husband come up and ask me to join them in the pool. Uh-huh. Yeah, now, a... do they advertise as a swinger's place? Or do they advertise as just a No, nice but they, they advertise as a couple's resort. Uh, there's always 20-something models posing by the pool. And... and then when you get there, how old are the people? It's a good question. It's a good follow-up. I don't know. A lot of these uh, swingers groups are kind of younger in the younger demographic now, 30s, early 40s. Well, maybe you ought to go back. Well, no, I have no interest in that. Why not? They don't want, they don't want a single 65-year-old man. I think that. Well, I don't believe I'd go up to the ball sacks tonight and say, you guys want to spend the night? Can I watch you have sex? Oh. Yeah, I could. What do you think well, they would say? I think you need a partner and go down Slapped. there. Slapped. You need to find a, a gal, maybe one of your married friends, <laughs> and take her down there and just have a wild, wild week. I can do that here. Really? You can Bill, well, if you're just talking sex with the married wives, some of them, oh. not all of them, some are just when, friends. When my mom does simple things like washing my hair or washing my body, it makes me feel comforted. That's, not no, a that's, girl. that's creepy. That is not a girl. <laughs> uh, Doug Sandy Alcantara and Zach Gallen had a chance to pitch yesterday. They combined for 11 and two thirds innings and two earned runs. Uh, uh, so there's just a little update from. And what's Marcelo Zuna doing? Uh, he's with the Cardinals, and uh, he is hitting cleanup this afternoon well, in San Francisco. Been the coming off NBP season. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Buzz says he wants to call in about almost having a threesome. Oh, this guy. Almost happened for uh, I, I think I'm spent on these fake stories. Oh, I think you, call, you think call our buzz is making him up? He talks about getting fingered. If this guy Uh-oh. isn't Manuel, like, uh, what are you having sex capades every weekend? Come on, like, well, mix it, like, take a few months off of your threesome sex story. Well, let's hear what he's going to like, say. And I like oh, buzz. buzz. He's not even on. <laughs> oh. And I like Buzz, but when you're having... These sex outings every weekend. <laughs> Trust me, you it's Becky it? Weisberger all over oh, again. No. no, I'm not believing any of that. There's no proof. <laughs> Anybody can just call in and 
like read a penthouse forum from 98 and say, yeah, this is what I did. But that's who we are. <laughs> yeah, we are penthouse forum and also a stock tip. We're essentially CNBC. Let's find what I call in and we can poke holes in it. Yeah. Uh, Al Roboski uh, gave some thoughts in the post game. Uh, take, oh. take a listen. Those things are still out there battling. I have one suggestion for the uh, for the Cardinal broadcasters. Change your room, get down on the floor, you know, lobby floor. Don't get up those high buildings because you might jump. Oh. Not the players, the broadcasters. I don't I don't think anyone's jumping, Al. Nobody's at that point yet. We are so early in the season. That's it is April twenty fifth. You wouldn't know we're talking to some of the fans, though. There's well, that. No, that's true. I don't think the broadcasters are gonna jump. Was that a bit or a sketch? Why would they <laughs> care? Well, the broadcasters want the team to be good. You get paid either way. It's a much more pleasant experience if the team is involved and a contender. Yeah, and if you have uh, a bad team, you're going to have bad ratings, and then it uh, might not be good for your yeah. job. Yeah, I guess that is true. So yeah. kind of, and your brand, of course, uh, as well. So and they're, uh, they're with the team all the time. They get to know the people. They root for them. How could you not? Cardinals are officially in last place. The yep. Reds won. The Reds have won three in a row. The Cardinals have lost three in a row. So they're nine and sixteen. Eight games back of the Pittsburgh Pirates, Doug, who are seventeen and eight. Mm-hmm. We can't keep up with Cincinnati. Pittsburgh's got our number. Gosh, did anybody see any of this coming? Uh, I mean, I mean no, Plowsy was not, down on the club. Not, not nine and sixteen. Not nine and sixteen. It's a rough start, even for what I thought. Yeah, I said eighty-three. I'm sticking with eighty-three. Just a hair over uh, five hundred there. That's pretty optimistic coming from you. Have to get hot. Yeah, get hot to win eighty-three. Well, now, yeah, but I'm still, I'm still sticking with. It. At the end of May, if we're still in this kind of teetering, sinking ship, then yes, it may be a seventy-five win team, Doug. And I don't know when's the last time we've seen a. 70-some win Cardinal Club. They may get swept four in a row by the Giants. And they're 11 and like 13. They're not very good themselves, yeah. That's the, the Giants were 7 and 13 going into this uh, this series. Yeah. And then they go to Los Eight Angeles. And then they got the Dodgers. Dodgers aren't off to the kind of start no, they're not. you're just used to seeing from them. But, uh, yeah, you're staring down the barrel of a, of a sweep here. Miles Michaelis will try to hold things off. Doug, he's carrying a 7.46 ERA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... He's only allowed seven walks. Problem is, he's allowed six home runs in 25 innings. So, we'll see how it is. Uh, if the Hawk is blowing out for a day game in San Francisco as the Cardinals attempt to avoid the sweep. They've been good at avoiding the sweep. They lose the first two games of a series against them. Backs, they win game three. Lose the first two games against the Mariners. Win game three. Here, they lose the first three games. So, mm. the logic would tell you they will win game four. I would think so. And then head out to, to the uh, Viper Room in Los Angeles tonight after they land in in Southern California. Uh, Jackson, people are texting and asking about the health of Herb because the Bucks lost. Herb's yeah. a big Bucks guy, Doug. Oh, you know that Herb? It? He loves the Milwaukee Bucks. Huge Bucks guy. Why would he be a Bucks guy? He's from Milwaukee. Oh. Um, yeah, he's down bad right now. <laughs> you, get, you get five games against an eight seed and lose. So that's the first time in a decade since the Grizzlies uh, shocked the world over the Spurs in 12? I believe that is the case, yeah. It's I remember the Sonics doing it, or the Nuggets doing it to the Sonics, and then there was one other one, but that's only the fourth time since they started seeding in 1984 that a one seed, I believe. Has I think lost. it's the sixth. Sixth? I think it's the sixth time, but so yeah, you're right. First time in over a decade, and... Yeah, they played uh, mismanaged Mike Budenholzer. Oof. Doug, Mike Budenholzer. I said two years Mike ago. Mike Budenholzer. He's the head coach of the Bucks. I said two years ago on this very show that despite him winning a championship in 2021, Mike Budenholzer is a bad coach and it has come to fruition in a big Jackson way. Jackson called oh. it on Budenholzer. Doug, you were disagreeing with him. In a, yeah. in a big way. Why came. would you blame it on him? Uh, it was one of the most mismanaged games I've ever seen oh, in my so, life. Oh, so what do you do? Well, with two seconds left, Jimmy Butler knocks in one of the most improbable layups I've ever seen in my well, life. Well, did he push off? Uh, big time. But it wouldn't have been a problem if you had Brooke Lopez, arguably the best shot blocker in basketball, on the floor. Instead, he was on the bench. He didn't call a timeout. And that's on Budenholzer. Yeah. Your thoughts on Budenholzer? 6369004. Here's a Giannis postgame as the season comes to an end despite well, being okay, a one seed. Yes. Boy, we're audio heavy today. Yeah, we I are. This. This this is balloon party. Those things are still out there battling. <laughs> that's uh, Robosky. I'm triple clicking these audio clips. But bro. Jackson said to double click them. Well, I'm doing it more so. Jackson, is it double click or triple click? Anything over double should get the job done. Right? I mean, 
And Let's it's highlight it here. here. Fine. Quad click. Yeah, we'll do a quad click. I'm curious for you. Do you view this season as a failure? <sighs> oh, my God. Uh... Okay, because I'm not that up. Is this Budenheiser? We, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay. Uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. You know, and if you've never, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to make it personal. So, there's always steps to it. You know, um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports about. You don't always win. Some other other people's gonna win. And this year, somebody else is gonna win. Similar as that. We're gonna come back next year. Try to be better. Try to build good habits. Try to um, play better. Not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one. You know, I, sorry that I didn't want to make it personal because you asked me the same question last year. And uh, last year I wasn't in the, in the uh, right um, mind space to answer the question back. But I remember it. <laughs> Pretty good answer. That's well, a great answer. Damn, that is the best yeah. answer to a crap question I've ever heard. Yeah, that, I didn't think I, th- I I agree with the sentiment in the whole, but it was I mean the seed they're the number one team in basketball and they lost to an eight seed. Like, yeah. I, here, oh, here's here's what I, here's here's uh, where I think that question gets asked every year of any team that had high expectations going into the postseason. For example, should uh, boy Matthew Kachuk last night? I don't know if anybody saw that. Take that as a no. Yeah, uh, got the game winner yeah, against Boston. Yeah, uh, and so that thing goes back to, to Florida. Walter's son, uh, Paul Maurice, the coach of the uh, Panthers, great great soundbite on on that. Uh, uh, just saying, there's he's got to be the best gamer in the league, and uh, having the patience to not just fire that thing and, and wait and let uh, the Boston goaltender who already blew it by giving the puck away uh, get the, get that win in overtime. They will be asked if that season was a failure. The Bruins will be. Understandably so. I mean, and, and I would tell you, yes, and I would imagine most of those guys would. They just set a record for wins in a season. Now, granted, it's a different era where you get wins in overtime and you don't have the ties, so it's not apples to apples with, you know, take your pick of whatever the great regular season NHL teams you would have. But if you're a one seed and you lose to an eight seed in the NBA, which has only happened, Jackson, you're saying five other times since 84. I yeah. thought it was three other times either way. Obviously, it's very rare. It's much more, much less common than the NHL. And uh, I know they don't have ones and eights in Major League Baseball yet. I think that's probably coming too. But it's a fair question. The thing is, it gets asked by reporters for any team that gets upset not any team, but it gets asked a whole lot. In this case, I think it's a fair question when you are the number one seed and you lose to an eight seed. But I love Giannis's answer, you know. So I don't mind the question in this spot. I think the question gets asked all the time, like the Cardinals last year. I mean, they were a three seed. You hear them? No, someone drop a book. <laughs> <laughs> we don't read books. We, this thing is haunted. I've decided. Yeah. Uh, you know, is the season a failure? It's just a, it's a. It's a standard. It's kind of a go-to thing. Yeah. You know. But if you're Giannis and you just made, what does he make, 40 or $50 million a year? He probably doesn't think he failed at all. Yeah. Same I just, with the <clears> other <throat> guys on the team. They provided a lot of entertainment to Bucks fans, and you're not going to win it every year. I don't think it's you a, are favored. I don't think it's a question. I think it's just the, maybe the word. I don't know what other word you could use. You say, disappointment? Are you a failure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disappointment would be a great word. Is it a yeah, disappointing but then, season? then it becomes pretty obvious. Yeah. Who, who wouldn't be disappointed when you got knocked out? If you were an eighth seed and you got knocked out, you'd be disappointed. Well, if you say it's not a disappointing game, say, is this season a disappointment? That might be 
fairer way to say it. Oh, red alert, red alert. Just got a notification from our friends at Mark Zuckerberg's uh, operation. We have removed content in the TMA fan page Uh-oh. that went against our community standards. Oh, Let's no. see what we got. Jackson, did you get the notification? Let's see what we got. I don't think he's back in his hovel yet. He visited our studio recently. Nurse? Jackson! Has anybody seen my... Jackson! Has anybody seen my nurse? He's not home. He stopped in the bathroom. He's simply oh, think he's, he's got a situation? No, I mean, he's, he goes a lot. Oh, <laughs> really? He's got a he's got a bowel situation? Uh, maybe just a weak bladder, I don't know. He does have a very weak bladder. Really? He'll be the first one to tell you that. <laughs> now the internet's out. So I, can't, I can't pull up whatever this is. Oh, the internet's out. Oh, they let you see what they... Uh, sometimes that's the thing, and then sometimes they just say we pulled the post, but they'll let me know who it's from, and then that, and then so then the person who has their post pulled has the right to disagree with Facebook, and then Facebook, I've never seen them like said, you know what, we've thought it over and we agree with you. Yeah, I, I fought it's nobody, mine. It's nobody thinking it over, right? It's just an AI. I fought mine yeah, when I had no a, person doing no. that when I was off for like two weeks, and my my post had to be. I think Jackson had to uh, oh, Jackson prove that because texts. I posted a picture of <laughs> Ron Burgundy with a boner through his pants. Oh, mm, Bill. And then Adam had this, like, seductive, basically nude photo mm, that was really? able to stay. Caller Adam? Yeah, he had, like, oh, his your favorite. His Why would he put a nude photo on there? Hot and wanted to show it off. Lock him! Used to be, and somebody would have to report it. Now I just think they have 9 million people working and looking at Facebook. Oh, that's no good. I don't know. It's probably some sort of artificial intelligence picks up all that. If you've got a billion users around the world, you don't have enough employees that can look at every post. Oh, it's, yeah, it's got to be algorithms, I guess. There was one time I, I was kidding. Somebody said something, asked me a question on the fan page, and I said, I would tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. And I got banned for threatening to kill somebody. Right, right. Hello? Yeah, there he is. <laughs> okay. Goodness gracious. Well, where were you? The, uh, all of a sudden, uh, we're in the middle of talking, and the audio just goes out completely. And Uh-oh. I was like, oh, I thought you, we were off the air. I go, Marshall's in our old studio. They're repl- they're fixing it or changing it out. And the program I used to feed it got shut down in there, which affected you guys in there for me. So I had to change up some whole things. And, of course, it happens like the one mm. time we have like a somewhat serious NBA conversation. Son of a gun. Okay. Everything happens. Was everything all right now? Yeah. I, wor- yeah. I was worried. All right. I'm I think fine. the internet's out. But, the wireless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That might be the case. Huh. Well, boy. Are you two froze? Yeah. See? <clears throat> We're frozen. No, We're swimming up, uphill okay this morning. Yeah, it's working up there, but that's hardwired. It's <laughs> the wireless. Doug, we are swimming uphill this yeah. morning. We are. Uh, are, you, are you guys a strong swimmer? No. No. That's a good diver. We don't look like you. Of course, you were great. I was on the swim team, but I don't know what you call strong. I never won. But We we don't look like a group that would be real good swimmers. (laughs) Heck no, man. Uh, Mr. Licks called the incoming Ron Burgundy story somehow. I got to tip my cap. I wonder how. He did what? So he said incoming Ron Burgundy story. He called it, but I wonder how he knew that was coming. And then Mudjack Mike. Well, we were talking about getting banned, and I got banned for that, so why would not talk about it? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good call. Mr. Yeah, God Licks. forbid I actually add something to what comped. we're talking about. Come to the cage, get paid, <laughs> Mr. Licks. Well, it's no fun being banned, I'm sure. It's no fun being suspended either. Yeah, it didn't really bother me. It's just if I wanted to post something, Jackson had to approve it. That's I, not I did Jackson. love Jackson telling the stories about Iggy with text at like 2.30 in the afternoon. Hey, would you approve this post? Like it was like a take or something that needed to be addressed. Yeah, yeah if it's something that needed to be up there right away, I would text him. Something that, what needs to, to be on the fan page? Something that the I mean, really, when it gets down to it. There's 7,000 people needed to see this, so I need to text Jackson. Oh, probably sorry. a food picture. Oh, God. Uh, Munganass is the sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour. Doug, you're a Munganass guy, aren't you? Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton oh, Patterson. Oh, for Peter life. Munganass. There you go. For life now, yeah. Once you for find your life. car guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's where you go no matter what problem you got whether it's service or looking for a new car used car whatever that's where you go because you know you're going to get the best deal and the best people dealing with you yeah st louis com and alton toyota.com sponsor the seven o'clock hour and you can call or text 314-252-0029 it's mugging st louis Acura and alton toyota long time seven o'clock hour sponsor here we are all very happy clients if you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle Make sure you are doing business with Munganess. They have a great selection right now at stlouisacura.com. 
and altontoyota.com and the secret number of 314-252-0029. Munganan, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Doug, what about Green Envy? What about your lawn? Is it still as thick and dense as when uh, really you, you left to go to the Mediterranean? Yeah. I, got, I got neighbors peering over the fence saying, what are Ooh. you doing over there? Saying, hey, what's going on with I'm not shrubs? doing anything. Green Envy does shrubs. it. There. Yeah, they come out uh, every couple of weeks and, and, and do their thing. They know just what's right for the, the local soil and weather conditions and the turf types. They've got my yard figured out, and they'll figure yours out, too. Yeah, six, I, I have to cut it like twice a week. It goes so far. Yeah, I'm on the same deal, yeah. actually. 636-757-1600. They're open 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday, Saturday 9 to 1, and it will make a world of difference on your lawn. I can't believe it, especially since minus that one week. It really hasn't been warm yet. And uh, the grass is growing like crazy, and that's because of green envy. Both Doug and I are working with them. 636-757-1600. 636-757-1600. Let them know you are a TMA listener, and they will take wonderful care of you at Green Envy. That's Green Envy's sponsor here on TMA. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. For our design air, heating and cooling email today, text in. For the EDF Group, text inbox 314-881-TMA5. And, of course, call in 636-900-4TMA, 636-900-4TMA. That is how you can get involved on this radio program. Uh, Here is Charles Barkley giving a guarantee that the Kings would win last night. Doug, take a listen. Okay. I made sure this is quad clicked. Gosh, I hope we get Quad clicked. Secret sauce is the Kings going to whoop their ass tonight. Guarantee it. Oh, my Guarantee it. Really? And it ain't, ain't, ain't going to be close. Ooh, say it the way you Really? It's not going to be close. I right, will say it with your chest then. You, the Kings are going to blow the Warriors out tonight. And? Guarantee! The ball game. The Golden State Warriors showing that championship medal. They went on the road. Doug, the Warriors did wind up winning by a final of 123 yeah. to 116. They now lead the series 3 to 2. Well, they wouldn't have lost if Budenhauser had been their coach. <laughs> Is that his name, Budenhausen? Budenhausen? Uh, Jackson, your thoughts on the coaching of Mike Brown last night oh. versus Steve Kerr and Budenholzer also? Doug is Jackson. Hello, I'm sorry. I've, where, where have you been? I, people just come into the studio. Sometimes. Into your little place. Who's yeah. in there now? Marshall came and talked to me real quick. It was not. I had to. It's an audio thing. I had to talk. I said. I said right when the audio ended. I, I'm gonna get asked a question here. So I asked, and then I got. I came back in the middle of the question. Okay, boy, you've been a, you've been busy this morning. I forget even what the question was now. It's, you were you wanted to have a boot again? Oh yeah. So, Buden, yeah, I mean, he mismanaged the game. Giannis is also at fault. He was 3 for 12 in the fourth and in OT, 10 for 23 from the line. Yeah, that's got more to do with it than anything the coach did. But we were talking about the Warriors and that, Kings, right. and you were Different, tying it into yeah. Budenholzer. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Mike Brown's probably coach of the year. Grizzlies Except came back and the Lakers. Yeah, Lake Show. Grizz smoked them. Um, but that's going to happen at the Grindhouse. Uh, <laughs> Don't say Grindhouse. <laughs> Uh, Budenholzer is not coach of the year. He might be on the unemployment line. Welcome to the Bucks, Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse! Um, you know, trade championship coaches for championship coaches. Doug, who's your favorite nurse? Nick Nurse, Darnell Nurse. Go. I, I guess Darnell. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I like Nurse Betty. You ever seen that movie? No. Is that Renee Zellweger? What's that about? I don't know. I think it's the one where um, Elizabeth Shue showed her butt. Oh, God. <laughs> ah, it always gets down to that. <laughs> Jackson, while Marshall's in there with you, did he say anything about the uh, the wireless? I forgot to ask him. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my, I'm trying to see. Yeah, I'm off the wireless. So yeah. It's just been a disappointing morning all the way around. <laughs> Doug, we take one step forward, one major step forward with the YouTube volume, and then all hell breaks loose on this bootholzer thing. Yeah. I blame him for our our problems. I guarantee you, Randy Carricker, Brooke Grimsley. Kerry Davis and Matt Rocchio, their Budenholzer discussion was right. thorough. I'm sure, yeah, it's obviously the lead. It's what people in St. Louis are talking about. <laughs> it was great, two great games last night. I had both of them up on the television. The Cardinals well, and been, Giants. You should have been watching no. the Cardinals. I, once I saw Newt Bar drop the ball, I was like, all right. That was it? We're going right. But didn't you feel badly that Burles was coming at him a full head of steam? Yeah, I was like, oh, we're watching Little League again tonight. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to flip on to something ten times more exciting. 
Uh, I believe Chairman Steve uh, from Wildwood, Doug, in honor of Chairman Ridley. Steve now wants to be called Chairman Steve. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, he is on the, uh, the phone line. Okay. He's probably mellow today, not upset at all by what he's seen out of the Redbirds. Hello, Chairman. Chairman. Hey, yes. Had to put him low, though. Continue to do so. Jackson, your mic's on. I know. Oh, I thought you were talking. Listen, that was that, that was my take. Hmm. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Wait a minute, I thought he was on the line. What's going on? I, on I don't line? know what's happening. It's boot holes. Yeah, we got off the track when the boot holes. Oh, he's on the line. Fire boot holes. I guess Chairman Jackson Steve was talking to Chairman Steve. <laughs> Okay. What's going on? Okay, buddy. <laughs> you really need to give the Tupperware back to your parents. How much Tupperware do you have there? Probably three, four. Three, four pieces. My wife and I, it's just the two of us, just like your parents. So there's always leftover food, and we need the Tupperware. I get sick of going out and buying it. I even bought Pyrex, which is so nice with the glass. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's got glass. Oh, mm-hmm. it is nice. You know it. I think you know about more mold. Fozzie, should I just give you the hundred bucks now? I don't think Matt's is going to get ten wins. Uh, we can wait it out. I, what does he have? Does he have any? No. <laughs> well, he's got to get past four innings. To get well, it might be a wrap point. then. Now, in his post game last <laughs> night, he said that he really visualized that he was going to go seven innings. And I thought, huh? You could you could have a no hitter going, and they won't let you go seven innings. Anymore. Well, I also dreamed I won the lottery too, but then I woke up and saw my two hundred liquid. Two hundred so. liquid. I visualized that I slept with a twenty two year old last night, and I woke up with a fifty eight year old. So. <laughs> Gosh, you'll be happy to hear that. <laughs> well, I didn't visualize it. I saw it on the barn. Oh, hey, Doug, like, did you? Can you masturbate like on the plane to go back to sleep? Okay, were, that's enough. You're going, oh, no, come on, Doug. Don't don't. Cut me off. Are you gonna <laughs> you gonna stay the night on June fourteenth? Uh, that's the that's the. Uh, oh yeah, it's TMA, TMA at day at the ballpark. Stadium. Yeah, you just invited you to sleepovers. You can get all uh, lit up and spend the night. That's yeah, nice. Well, maybe it's a day game, right? So it's at twelve thirty ish. So the game will be over. Cardinals. We'll see those Giants again. Yeah, three thirty ish. So then we'll probably have to go and drink for five hours. So the, right. yeah, yeah, I'll stay at your crib. Yes. Doug, you're gonna drink for five hours. I want to see this. Yeah, well, water, Arnold Palmer, something like that. I'll be carrying a lot of water weight. I'll get some Arnold Palmer's for you then, buddy. You? Okay. Yeah, of course. I'm Arnold Palmer light. With yeah. Arnold oh, the light one. Yeah, yeah. I don't like a lot of sugar in there. Oh my god, you got a lot of issues. Buddy. I mean, well, I try not to have as many issues. That's why I try to cut down on the sugar. It's good of you. Good of you, Doug. You should drink more like me, though. Well, I'd be dead if I did. You would? Yeah. You think I'm going to die by the time I get to your age? Well, you're probably not on all the medication I'm on that says no alcohol. That's true. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, there you You go. You just ignore that stuff. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. I just, you know, anytime I'm on antibiotics, I drink more. Good plan. I think it's always a good plan to drink more. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the normal amount, which is more mm. than most people. But uh, how many beers a day you drink? Steve? Nice question. Uh, I try to lay off the beer, so more bourbon than beer now. So you um, have one a day. One a day. <laughs> I mean, like it'll be like a like Saturday I drank all day, so that was probably like twenty beers. Nice. But like, <laughs> so that's three a day for that week. And I mean, if I didn't drink at all, and then I had two martinis on Monday, Sunday, I just had three beers. Alcoholic. Alcoholic. You think so? Yep. Yeah. I mean, like if I filled out a form, it'd be an alcoholic. But Mm -hmm. I mean, like I go like, I'll go like three or four days at a time without drinking and I don't crave it. All right. But I do take uh, 
edibles at night. Nice. Edibles. Oh, and then you wake up you. a few hours later and beat off, right? Oh. <laughs> actually, I've been trying not to because I actually, after talking it out with you guys, I kind of feel embarrassed and bad about it. So, like, I've been trying to go to sleep without it. But, mm. like, if I'm going to take a nap in the afternoon, it has to happen that way. I mean, you can't just lay there and go to sleep. I can. Day <laughs> day no you problem at all. Yourself to sleep, Doug? <laughs> masturbate yourself no, to sleep. No, I can just sleep. lie down and go can to you sleep. Imagine you Is don't even so finish. <laughs> but uh, I drink coffee in the morning too. You don't drink coffee. No. Do you drink anything with caffeine, Doug? Uh, not not really. Not so much anymore. Well, Arnold Palmer's. It's not that tea. I'm against caffeine. Yeah, I drink tea, hot tea, I guess. Doug, you seem a lot happier than someone that doesn't drink caffeine, doesn't drink alcohol, doesn't do drugs. Well, that, I mean, how would did that stuff make you happy? Doing drugs and drinking alcohol? <laughs> that's the opposite uh, of being come happy. Come on. What are you talking about? That's, yeah. a, that's life. That's I'm not a drug addict, Call. I must be, must be a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, drugs might be a I mean, drugs aren't even drugs anymore. Like when I was a kid, the marijuana was drugs. But now it's not. Right? Yeah, I don't know what it's going to say. I guess it's still a drug. They have over-the-counter drugs, too. I guess alcohol is a drug. Technically, yeah. it's legal. So once they make it legal, it's okay, right? Well, I guess it's okay legally. I, it's not yeah. good for you. It's not a good thing. Actually, probably we'll see, like, when the calendar turns to 2024 and I move out of this place, we'll see if I, my drinking goes down a bit. Yeah. That's Are you looking forward really to moving out of uh, your apartment at Ballpark Village, uh, Chairman Steve? Uh, in some ways. It's more my wife. She wants to move. She wants a house because we have, like, when we moved in here, we didn't have any grandkids. Now we have four and one on the way. Yeah. So. And you're going south like side, it. right? You're going south city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right over uh, near uh, where you grew up. Yeah. Yeah. We, were, oh, fact, we were at Rockwell. Uh, Rockwell. Brewery oh yeah, sure. That's. That's I, a nice spot. I that's watching uh, them play the pickleball. I gotta, I gotta start playing that. A lot of hot dads playing pickleball at Francis mm. Park. Oh, dude, yeah. I bet a ton of saggy old balls hey. rolling around in a bunch of Drape brightly them. colored gym shorts. Drape them across the bridge of Minot's. Everybody's taught and rewarding over in that Absolutely. Area. You know, they got that big park. Actually, that is the cool. That park is so active. I love it. It sets off a good vibe, you know? Francis Park, Doug. Yes. Tam and Nottingham. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do? It's a nice area. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of banners there, and they're always blowing in the breeze. Well, and they don't always represent teams at one either. They what are you trying the to banners say? Before the season ever started. Serious charge. And we saw a couple of banners up there for a, a Monopoly win that somebody had in fourth grade. And <laughs> there were some board game victories that had been celebrated. Yeah, that was a, that was a stunning was development. There a ba- is there a banner up there for the uh, trivia win? Come on. Oh, yeah, you won trivia, didn't you? Well, my table did. <laughs> I think it was you. I, I know. It was Dan Kinzel. Doug Dan Kinzel. He's a good guy. He's actually playing in the FPCC. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michelob Ultra Fan Page Club Championship. Uh, And he is a dangerous uh, seven handicap. 13.6. Yeah, I'm playing uh, Curdle. I don't don't know him. Doug, do you know Curdle? No. Curdle. Curdle with P. P. Pertle. Oh, down here. He's a 7.2. He's a 7.2. He's You're at 24.8. Like you must be hitting the ball long and straight. <laughs> I'm up to 26.6, Doug. <sighs> and then I'm going to I'm gonna play a quick nine at Tapawingo on Friday. Let me see if I can break 50. Well, that won't be easy at Tapawingo, probably. Yeah, it's tight, isn't it, Doug? Well, mm. if you're a lousy player, it's not easy to break 50 <laughs> anywhere, much less Tapawingo. Yeah, it's funny. Like, you guys were talking yesterday I was wide the fairways are at gateway and you know it's hard to hit it you know off the fairway and i was like well i have no trouble finding yeah. the and it is hard to hard to find the ball with all those uh, it is balls. players oh, are going to need to mark their golf balls on that number one tee uh sean barnes with the skins game too do you see that plowhawk He's got, a, he's, got a, he's got a skins game going. Is that on your post? Uh, yeah. He broke it up into uh, players under eight will be in their own game. Index is under eight. And then, like, from nine to 13, they'll be in their own game. And then anybody who's 14 and over, they'll be in their own game. And what it's $10. About over 20, 
over 24. You will be in the uh, 14 and over, unfortunately. You will be in the 14 and I'm in there with you, Steve-O. Yeah, there you go. You might be the highest handicap in the whole tournament. I think you are, actually, Steve, and Wildwood chairman. Well, I think I'm probably more honest than a lot of these guys. So you think these guys are carrying vanity caps of 18? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I do too. No, I... It did change my, you know, because I used to just jack around and not care and just write down scores, and then I would shoot, like, in the 90s all the time. And then now that I'm actually counting everything, it's like 100 yeah. easily, yeah. you know. Playing, playing by the rules can be eye-opening. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to actually make a concerted effort to play twice a week this year. We'll see how at the end of the year. And then I made contact with, uh, with uh, what's his name, Wellington. Oh, sure. So the great Michael Wellington. Hopefully he can uh, straighten me out. I'm telling you, Wellington, I've told him this. He could be a great swing instructor. He really could be. He is well, he's damn good. I, I just don't think I just don't think he really wants to. Well, I, I took a couple lessons and then I went out and forgot everything she told me. Sure. Yeah. Uh, probably because it was a gal. <clears throat> I need a male. I need a male instructor, I think. <clears throat> well, Michael's hot. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. Okay. Doug Yelling, he's, he's okay. out, right? Oh, yeah, he was on hole 12. Pull up, a, pull up 12. A little bit at 12. Normandy when we had uh, last year's dotum. Oh, just a smooth, and crisp compression. In, in, like, 10 minutes, he went getting Doug really primed and ready. You know, he took he was, to fix a couple he things. He was turning you on? No, that well, was at Meadowbrook. Was it? At, no. Oh, that's right. I was on the range at Meadowbrook. He yeah. worked with you, and Nagel walked out and goes, what mm-hmm. are you doing? You're helping the opposition. Right. I think I remember that, too. Yeah. But I thought he helped you a little bit. Uh, when we were just shooting balls at Normandy there in well, he may have. 12. <clears throat> he truly he is a great yeah. swing instructor. Cletus did that once when he was caddying for me in a match. We are in like the eighth hole, and I think I was up like three holes. Yeah. And Cletus goes over to my opponent and he goes, here's what you're doing. You're, you're coming off the ball. You need, what are you doing? Get out of here. I'm Can playing you? the guy. You're giving yeah. him lessons? What's, what's happening here? So I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah, but be nice after the round. Sure, that's fair. Yeah. So what happened? You, you still wound up winning? Yeah, uh, no, nothing was going to help this guy, but still no. the fact is you're going to go up and give him lessons in the middle of a round. Yeah. Uh, Chairman Steve, anything else? Any other masturbatory tales from overnight? Uh, no. My tea time is 12.15 and Callahan's before me. Is that early enough for you, buddy? You going to get on the road in time? Where do you see these tea times? Huh. Uh, I posted the tea times on the fan page. Oh, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to send them oh, to you. I know you're not a member. should have joined the fan page. Come on. You want to get back on? No, I don't. No. Why well, doesn't sound like he's getting back on that fan doesn't page? Doesn't sound Doug. like it at all. Uh, thank you, Chairman him. Steve. All right. Have a good day. There he okay, is. The great Steve. Chairman Steve and Wild. That was a good call. Yeah, he's a chairman. So he's cutting back on uh, masturbating overnight. Doesn't sound like he's going to cut back on the alcohol though. So that's good, I guess. No, I bet you no, he masturbates today. Think so? Twice. Yeah. Twice. That's the over/under. Can't take bets on that. Oh yeah. You don't can. think he's he can, honest? Like Bovada wouldn't. Oh. Hey, I got a buddy who pleasures himself, but he's trying to cut back. Is there any way you guys would take action? I'll yeah. pay minus one twenty-five on it. That's proof we don't want to see. <laughs> Be hot. Uh-huh. Well, Chairman Steve probably doesn't need mentality, but I think a lot of people do. Uh, go to lowtusa.com. That's what I did. Did it a few months ago. Went out there and got checked out. It was super easy and uh, super friendly staff. They're at lowtusa.com. It is mentality. If you've uh, put on some weight or you've noticed some muscle loss, you're tired all the time, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling moody, you're irritable, these are symptoms of low testosterone. Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Doesn't matter what age you are, low testosterone can be an issue with any guy, even if you've tried testosterone before. Not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range, or testing your free testosterone that was not fully looked at, come get checked with Mentality. LowTUSA.com, that is Mentality, and you can find out just exactly what your levels are. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, only today and tomorrow's show before the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month is decided. Can a winner from Missouri actually win. Jackson, how are our applications on TMASTL.com? That's where you apply to be the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Welcome to A Brighter Side of Tequila with Milagro. Strong. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Can you print them out? Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, did you catch the that, that yeah, yeah? Even though it was one syllable, like the way it was said, to. if he has to, that's he what knows. it was. That's what it was. He wasn't, he wasn't going to before, right? So exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Daniel, Daniel Negreanu. It's yeah. a nice room. Oh, I can. I can always uh, print it out for. I mean, it is, I mean, it's going to be a lot of pieces of paper. Yeah, let's give it to Tim. Nobody else is going to read them. Huh? Yeah. Doug, you like to go through it thoroughly. I never have before. No. I haven't even gotten to a vote. Oh, yeah. Well, it's already three before it gets to me, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, is it Swope? Is it Arbor Day? Or did somebody send in a wonderful application at TMSDL.com? I don't know. Jackson and Jackson's going mean, to reluctantly can... print them out. Well, I can. It's, uh, How but... was it again? You catch it again? Uh, yeah. He's right. not interested in doing it, but he's saying when we're on the air, he's going to say, sure, he'll do it, but probably won't get Dragon it. Dragon Slayer, send one in? Nope. <laughs> oh, Dragon in. Slayer would be a nice play. Yeah, send That's... one in, because that could be four outside of St. Louis. Dragon Slayer's not a St. Louisan? Or Metro East? Uh, I don't believe so, if I know who it is. Okay. I don't know who it is. I think uh, I know who it is. Doug, this is a sure. show where we broadcast from Missouri, but none of our winners are from Missouri. No. A lot of our listeners are not from Missouri. That just shows the expanse of this audience. I don't know if it's expanse is the word. You're not from Missouri. Think about that. I'm not? You weren't born here, were you? I I'm still rock chalk. from here. I was born in El Dorado, Kansas, but I only lived there until I was about wow. four years old. Yeah, you're, not a, so you're not a Missourian. <laughs> I am a Missourian. I've lived here... More than 60 years of my life. But you're not. More than 50 years of my life. Doug, you'll never be a Missourian. What do you have to do to be a Missourian? Be Be born born here. here. No. Think about that. I was born in Illinois. I hate telling people that. You're not a Missourian either. Yeah. I'm fine with that. So wherever you happen to be, right when you were born, that's what you are for the rest of your life, even though you don't live there. Yeah, Doug, you're a Missouri transplant. You're an outsider. I guess in one definition. I might go after you in the STL today comments. (laughs) One definition of the word. Seems like if you grow up somewhere and live almost your entire life there, you would be a resident of that area, but no. that, you're telling me that's not the case. What does your birth certificate say? Think about that. Kansas? Yep, done. Born in El Dorado, Kansas. Is case closed. Said. Next. Yeah. For heaven's sake. We have sakes. other legislation to get to today. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, send your emails in the morning after InsideSTL.com. We will close out the mug and ask St. Louis Acura and Toyota. 7 o'clock hour on the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Nicola Ultra Studios.